0: The bill for the Metrolink has hit 300 million euro. That's not the bill to build it once construction starts. That's the bill we've already incurred with no construction yet started. It has been 23 years since the project was first mooted. Here to discuss why the project has been so delayed is Professor of Transportation in the School of Engineering at Trinity College Dublin, Brian Caulfield. Brian, have I those numbers right? 300 million so far?
1: Yep, um, that's the, the value that's been reported. Um, that £300 million would be would have gone into all of the kind of reports, the, the consultants, the engineers' reports that have been done to date on the project. So it's kind of in line with what one would expect for a project of the scale that we're trying to achieve.
0: Before a sod has been turned, uh, uh, a shovel put in the ground?
1: Yeah, I like, suppose when you look at the overall capital cost of the project, it's, it's expected to be between about 9 and 12 billion euros. So 300 million is kind of almost it's like small change when it comes to the overall cost of the project. But this is the phase in which we get all of the engineering works right and we get the alignment right. And it'll also, all, a lot of that money would have been spent as well on, on answering kind of objections to the, the project that have happened to date.
0: How does it take 23 years? <sighs>
1: i I think dithering, I think politics, I think you know we 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 should have done it back when um we had planning permission for this line, metro north, if those of you that remember it, back in twenty eleven um and we're hoping to get to the stage um at some point this year where we have planning permission for it again. Um, it's it's a sort it sticks out like a sore thumb across Europe in terms of cities that are connected to, uh, by rail to the airport. But it's not only that; only about twenty five percent of all of the trips will service the airport. The rest is North County Dublin that have been waiting for this project for the thirty three years that you mentioned.
0: Now, there will be people who will point to history and say, look, whether it is the um, um, Dublin-Hollyhead-London road, whether it is the um, rail network in Ireland, whether it's Brunel building ships and tunnels, there was a time when this kind of stuff didn't take two decades and we had much less in the way of mechanical and technical capacity back then. Is that a fair comparison?
1: I suppose it is. Um, like I, I, think that the project that you could look at in Ireland would be Ardnacrusha. That was a national effort that completely transformed the country, and it's about to enter its uh, hundredth year of of operation. Um, so, yeah, these things seem to be seem to become slower. But I suppose back then, you know, there was one party that was pushing it all, and now there's. I think politics is an awful lot to play, and you know how this has been delayed, and how other projects were built ahead of it, and you know, the, the outside of the M50 and the inside of the M50 argument when it comes to spending about £10 billion on a public transport project.
0: But of course, Ordinal Crusher as well was a time at which we, if not the envy of the world, we were at least the example of the world. I mean, um, wasn't it Roosevelt who requested the doll debates in respect of Ordinal Crusher to inform the Tennessee Valley project?
1: Exactly, and it was a, a, a massive feat of civil engineering, the largest project we've ever done, and it's that level of ambition that we, we need at the moment, Anton, for, around our transportation to decarbonize it, around our energy to decarbonize that, and it's it's that level of thinking and that level of urgency that we need. And imagine what, how Ireland would have developed if we didn't have that project in place. Um, but at the moment, as I said, we're looking at maybe 10 or 12 of these type of art crusher projects that are required everywhere.
0: Now, whenever anybody says, ah, well, it's a uniquely Irish um, problem, it tends not to be, and it tends to be fairly common across the world. Is that one of these things where we beat ourselves up, but everybody else is more or less the same? Are there any countries where you can point to and say, look, there's a European member state or a comparable country that does it right that we should be emulating?
1: There's a number of them. So when we started off planning and talking about a metro um the same thing was happening in Copenhagen, and they've now built a number of lines. Uh, there's examples in Madrid and Barcelona. Lots of these other cities have managed to do it. And if we had gone with even the the original 2011 planning permission, I would argue that we'll be we will be starting to talk about the next line. Uh, you know, does it go out to Blanchardstown? Where does the next line go? And we would be starting to build up a network. But where we are at the moment is we're still at you know square one almost, um, and hoping that we get planning permission again.
0: And in terms of those planning permissions, how much of that is the delays in going through the system of planning and objection and EISs and consultation and all of the rest of it? And how much of it is a lack of political will to actually seal the deal?
1: I think the political will at the start was was weak, and I, I think it wasn't it wasn't until Eamon Ryan came in um, that that the political will was was really there to push it forward. And it was around this time last year it was announced that it would that cabinet had approved the initial business case, and it was going it went for planning permission back on the thirtieth of September last year. So the planning process itself it takes a year and it's, it's right that, you know, these things are done right and, you know, that we build something that will last for centuries because that, that's what this thing will do. But the political will for it, you know, has been kind of lukewarm up until I think Eamon Ryan took over as, as Minister for Transport. And hopefully this will be one of, you know, one of the legacies of his time in transport that we get this across the line, he gets to sign the documents and construction can start.
0: If you were a betting man, if we're 23 years waiting for construction to begin, how long do you think we'll be waiting for construction to complete?
1: So, based upon what the documents say from, say, from um, Transport Infrastructure Ireland, they expect it to take about six to seven years for construction to be complete. Um there is a plan. It, it is hoped that enabling works would start next year once um, planning permission is given. So the likelihood would be that you know we might get um, we might get operation maybe twenty thirty four thirty five, and that's what the documents are saying. But if I was a betting man, I think at the moment I think a lot of things are aligned in favour of this. I think there's broad party cross party support on it. Um, so if there is a change of government. I think that most parties are in favour of this project because it's been around so long and it's something that's so sorely needed and the only thing that's going to happen if we delay it it's going to even cost more.
0: You mentioned um, Ordner Crusher as a sort of a that, that brave and significant kind of capital works stuff that we were able to do back in the day. Is there anything, because uh, the, the Metro Link to some extent is remedial, it is bringing us up to the base level standard that most other European capital cities enjoy. Are there any projects that you would put in the same kind of Ordner Crusher category now where you would say that's the kind of nettle we should be grasping, that's the kind of capital works project we should be doing to go back to being an example rather than a follower?
1: Um, I, well, first of all, I'll stick with transport, and I, I'd move outside of Dublin, and I'd maybe look at Cork or, or Limerick or Galway or Waterford, where I'm from, and, and look at, you know, what, you know, instead of planning for transport that, you know, by the time the situation gets so bad, we're doing remedial work, as you say, with Metro, build something that's ambitious in somewhere like Cork or Limerick, build light rail down there, like Cork had light rail before, build that type of thing in, in those cities, um, over pro- provide more capacity than, than that is perhaps needed and have the public transport networks in our regional cities Uh, as exemplars because if you look at the second and third cities in any other European country they have light rail networks and they have these big public transport options so the debates that we have about the car versus public transport and all the rest doesn't really happen in some of those countries
0: Although it's funny we were only last night talking about the fact that Cork is still waiting on the convention centre that would make such a difference to being able to attract in uh, business and visitors and if you can't get a convention centre it's probably a long wait after that before you start looking at light rail We will keep our fingers crossed anyway Brian Lovely to talk to you, Brian Caulfield, Professor of Transportation at the School of Engineering at Trinity College. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddihy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.